Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. What's going on? What's going on, people? This is the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. I'm Grand Hefe, your host as always. Get ready to be entertained, man. Anytime you listen to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast, y'all already know what time it is. Today, Thursday. Sorry we missed yesterday. Making up for it today. Uh, No OG Raw today. He'll be back tomorrow. But, man, I got a good show for y'all today, man. Uh, Once again, RIP Nipsey Hussle. Um, But, man, listen, today, I'm, I'm excited about today because... We got a lot to talk about. There's been a lot of stuff happening. Football, basketball, college basketball, NBA. All, it's just all sports. This is April is like one of the best times of the year. You know, because April, to me, I think April is, is, is almost kind of like, like October, November, where you got basketball, NBA basketball. You're starting to get into some college basketball. Then you, and the, the NFL is still going on. That's kind of how April is to me. You know, it's the off season. You finna get the NBA playoffs. There's only about three games left in the season for most teams. Uh, you know, uh, people finna start declaring for for the NBA draft. The NFL combine just happened. The NFL draft is about to happen. So, man, April is a good time of the year. Without further ado, have you listened to the show? YouTube, give us a like, share, follow, subscribe. Uh, Apple iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, leave us a rating. That'll be greatly appreciated. Unpopular opinion. Without further ado, let's get into the show today. Uh, Rick Bruker from Bleach Report was on Undisputed yesterday. And he was he, he he said a lot of stuff yesterday, man. He 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 said a lot of stuff about Kevin Durant. He said a lot of stuff about LeBron. What he said about Kevin Durant was from everything that he's hearing and everything that most of us has heard so far. Uh, Kevin Durant is. Kevin Durant is 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 almost out the door. He said the pieces are the pieces are there. Uh the, the the pieces are there. Everything is in place. Now he said also, that's that's not to say that once Kevin Durant win this championship, you in that room with your brothers, you're drinking the champagne, you got on your goggles, you holding that, you holding that that uh trophy. That doesn't mean that it won't cross his mind. But I've been saying this for the longest, man. KD, KD is, is all but out the door. You know, the situation with, 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 with Draymond that happened earlier in the year, 
He hasn't forgotten that. The fact that Draymond was the one that was crying in his car, recruiting KD to come to Golden State because they needed him so bad. And then once once you get mad at him, then you say, oh, we want it without you. We don't need you. Oh, bet. And, I, and I've said this time and time again, man. I've said that, um, I've said that if Kevin Durant had never had never came to the Golden State Warriors, we really wouldn't be talking about the Warriors anymore. I, I think the Warriors would still be a, a really good team. They would still have Steph. They would still have Katie. Maybe Draymond Rowe wouldn't have the decreased as much as it had uh, once they got KD because obviously they didn't really need Draymond that much just to sit down there and play defense, really, because you got three, three, three scores that can give it to you any day, any time from anywhere on the court. Um, Clay, Clay, Clay giving people the business and he only take uh, four dribbles. You know, we know what Steph can do. And then you add KD, a six foot 11, seven foot six wingspan monster who can put it on the floor, who can shoot it over anybody, get on the block, give you the business in the post. Draymond kind of took a back row. But I said, man, a long time ago, had KD never, had KD never joined the Golden State Warriors, we probably would not be talking about the Golden State Warriors the way that we talk about the way that the way that that we talk about the Warriors now. You know, KD put them in another another stratosphere. You know, we got KD put them in a conversation now where we're talking about they have the ability to four peat the first team to ever do this since Bill Russell Celtics. They with KD. We're now talking about them having the ability to three-peat. The first team to do that since Kobe and Shaq. You know? So, KD puts them in another in another zone without having him. Once he leaves and everybody is, is, is to believe that, that he's probably gone after this year. KD, KD will not be a Golden State Warrior after this year. I can see, the only reason I can see him staying is so he can four-peat. But I don't think him wanting to be in that kind of environment just to win another ring, I don't think he he's going to do that, which is the reason why last offseason, KD signed this one and one. One year. Excuse me. One year with an op-out so he can decide what he want to do. He already knew this moment was coming. He already knew that. And, and not to mention, he's still not getting the respect that he that he thinks that he deserves, <laughs> you know? There's some people out there that's still saying LeBron James is the best basketball player. And I and I do believe when healthy, LeBron James is still the best basketball player in the world. Let's let's not get it confused. This man still averaged 27, 8, and 8 this year. And people say this is a down year, only because the Lakers are not in the playoffs. That's the only reason why people are saying this. That's the only reason why 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 people are say, oh, this is LeBron's bad year. This man averaged a 27, 77, shooting almost 50%. But that's a bad year. Most guys would take that bad year. I, I I guarantee you, you couldn't ask one person that um you couldn't ask one person. Say if you had a chance to go twenty seven eight and eight, shooting almost fifty percent shooting, would you would you take that? And I guarantee you, ninety nine percent of people would say yes. And if the that other probably one percent is probably just going to be a hater. Twenty seven eight and eight. This man is fourth in the league in scoring. That's a bad year. <laughs> you know, we're going to get to Giannis in the MVP race later. 
uh, a guy who 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 we're saying is is probably going to be the MVP of 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 the league, and you compare the stats, and they're almost and they're almost similar. But LeBron had a bad year, and Giannis had a great year. Don't make sense. But KD is almost he he's out the door. He's going to win his championship this year. He's going to have three rings. He's going to have probably three Finals MVP because I would imagine he's probably going to be the Finals MVP again, and he's going to leave and go to New York. You know. He he is he is out the door, and I don't I don't I don't see any other way um, of him staying other than him just maybe wanting to come back so he can four peat. But I but knowing knowing what I know about a guy like Kevin Durant, seeing how he acts now, I don't think he'll want to stay around for for that, especially after a guy called you what Draymond called you, you know. You 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 just don't, especially in a heated argument. In Florida, we say it a little bit different. We don't we don't add the T C H on it. We after the I, we put a few H's there. So it's not really like like you know I'm calling you that. But one thing anybody from Florida will will, will, will ever tell you is when you mad, don't call me that, bro. Because see see now that's that's a different that's a different story. You know, it's a different story when when we're in an argument and you call me that. You know, Draymond, Draymond crossed that line and he knew what he was doing because he ain't got no respect for, for Kevin Durant. Just like most people in the NBA don't have respect for Kevin Durant, uh, you know, and Dray and the way Draymond seen it is you came to join us. I recruited you, but you came to join us. We, we, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't go to OKC. You came here because you wanted to win. So after all that, I see Kevin Durant. I don't see him losing. I mean, I don't see him standing in uh in a uh, Golden State it's just just to win another title. I just don't see that. Moving on to some college basketball, John Morant um from Murray State, the sophomore from Murray State, officially declared for the for the NBA draft yesterday. And to me, this guy's a top two pick in in, in the NBA draft. If it was me, I'll pick him number one in the, in the NBA draft over Zion Williamson. I've I've said this time and time again about Zion. I'm just not a believer in Zion. I don't believe that he he is a guy that can take your franchise to new heights. He has no skills. I said that all the time. Uh, I put on Facebook all the time when I watch them play. He has one move. He goes to the left. That's it. He has he has one move. I'm gonna go to the left, and when that don't work, I'm just gonna overpower you. Where there's guys in the NBA. That's stronger than these guys that you're facing in college. You may be bigger. That don't mean you're stronger. That don't mean you're always stronger than the next, you know? Yeah, he's strong. He's powerful. He can jump out of the gym. He can do all this. He don't have a jumper. He shoots too flat. A college three is different from, a, from, from an NBA three. He, 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 he's a decent passer. He's not, he's, not, he's, not a, he's not a good passer. He's a decent passer. But we know Zion from dunking. That's, that's the only thing. That's the only reason you know Zion. You know Zion from the high-flying jumping. And if it was me, I'm picking a guy like John Morant. Why? Because you can build around a guy like John Morant. You know, I was having this. I put that on, on Facebook the other day uh, that um, Zion is not going to be what people think he's going to be, just a dunker and all that other stuff. And one of my Facebook friends, he, he said, well, well, LeBron made a living at the rim. And I had to correct him because, you know, pe- people get it confused. LeBron is a slasher. He's a bona fide slasher. One thing LeBron was also when he first came into the league, LeBron was a great passer, a great passer. You know, Zion is not. Another thing that LeBron was when he first came into the league was a really good defender. Zion is not. 
he do not play defense. You seen in the tournament, he got beat twice for big time buckets. One almost, well, sorry. He got beat twice that could have led to big time buckets. One did in the Michigan State game. And then the other one, I don't know what happened at the end of the Virginia Tech game. The guy just short-armed the, the, the lob at the end of the game. That was Zion. If you go back and rewind the tape, you see Zion chasing him. Trying, he, he, he was trying to grab him. He just couldn't do it. He, he, he just couldn't get to him because he got beat so bad. He, 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 he don't play with his feet. I mean, he, he, yeah, he doesn't play with his feet. He play with his hands a lot. And I just don't see that game working in the NBA. Whereas a guy like John Morant, you, you, you have to, this guy is, 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 is to me, the, the, a complete package. 24 and a half points a game, uh, points per game this year. 10 rebounds a game. Added five assists on 49.9% shooting. So basically 50% shooting. 81% free throw shooter. That's what you need. And then, then this is all you need right here. This guy right here gets better every year. His freshman year. He averaged 12.7 points per game. We're talking about a 12-point difference. He averaged six rebounds per game, which is one down, one more than what he averaged this year. I don't really care about my guard grabbing rebounds. Russell Westbrook is amazing, and he's the outlier. Rajon Rondo grabs rebounds. They, they outliers. That's, that, that, that's really not what I care for my, for, my, for my point guard doing. All right? But this is what I do care about, them 10 assists a game. That's that's what I care about. That number went up from his rookie year. I mean, from his freshman year. 80 percent from the free throw line his freshman year. That went up, although it's one point. Field goal percentage went up from forty five to forty nine. And if you really want to do it the right way, forty six and fifty percent. So that's that's what I need. Big game check mark. We seen that in the Marquette game. We seen that in the Florida State game. Five threes in the first half. Finished that game with 28 points. Had he had better teammates, I thought they probably could have gave Florida State a run. But when you're facing a team like that and you don't have great talent, it takes a lot for you to do it. 28 points to put it on a team like Florida State, there's no shame in losing that game. John Morant, to me, honestly should be the number one player, the number one player picked in the draft. Now, the reason why he won't, because he's not box office. He's, he's, not, he's not the big name. He's not, he, 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 his name doesn't ring the same sort of bells as a guy like Zion Williamson. It just doesn't ring. It, it, it's, it's not the same, you know. So Zion is going to put butts to seats, you know. He's the hype guy. He, he, he's going to get you all the, all the, the he's going to bring in the revenue, especially if it's in Madison Square Garden. He's going to bring in all the revenue. Everybody's going to be hyped for it. But I'm telling you right now, I'm not saying Zion is going to be a bust. But what I am saying is Zion Williamson, it will not be the player that people are saying he is. You got people saying this guy's already a Hall of Famer. A Hall of Famer. (laughs) You got people saying this guy's already a top 50 player in the NBA. He wasn't. It, for the most part of the season, he wasn't even the best player on his team. Now, now, now all of a sudden, he's a top 50 player in the NBA. I, 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 man, listen, when the hype train starts for you, it, nothing, nothing can, can uh, take that away. Nothing can take that away. Zion got that. This man missed 15 games and he was still the ACC player of the year. Wasn't even the best player on his team up to that point. Up to that point in the year, he wasn't even the best player on his team. 
they still gave him ACC player of the year after he had already missed all the games. <laughs> I just I, I just don't see it. This kid, John Morant, he will be special. He will be special. I, I have no doubts about that. This kid can do it all. He can dunk. He can shoot it. He, he hit the mid-range. He can dribble. He can pass. Is that not all you want your point guard to do? <laughs> I mean, I mean, what else do you need him to do? So I, I like John Morant. I think he will be the number two pick in the draft. I don't think he's going to be the number one pick in the draft. Worst case scenario, he he he's a top three pick. People are still loving R.J. Barrett, and I think R.J. Barrett is still better than Zion as well. I I just think his overall game matches up better why because he can play from the wing he he can actually be an actual wing and in Zion's case we're gonna have to hope that he pans out to be like a Giannis a guy who's not really great passing the ball a guy who's not really a great shooter but the one thing about about Giannis is Giannis is long nobody can stay in front of him because he's so long Zion is not that Zion in, in the NBA is also going to have to guard threes. He's going to have to guard Paul George. He's going to have to guard LeBron. He's going to have to guard Kawhi. He, he may see some two guards. He may see a Devin Booker. He may see a, a Clay Thompson, guys who, 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 who is real crafty with the ball. And I, I just don't know. He's going to have to see Kevin Durant. I just don't know if he's actually ready for that. And I think putting him on the team, if he goes to New York and KD goes, I think he'll be fine. But Zion by himself going to a team hoping to change the franchise, I don't see that happening. Uh, and, and, and teams are, gonna be, are, are, are going to be disappointed in the long run. You know, I, I see him being a, I guess, a better Andrew Wiggins or a better Zach Levine. But I do not see star. I do not see Hall of Famer. Definitely don't see Hall of Famer. I hope you prove me wrong, Zion. If you hear this, I hope you prove me wrong because I root for all black athletes. I hope, but I just what I see. My job is to is, is to make analysis, and, and and that's just what I see. I see a guy who's nothing more than just a dunker, a high flying dunker. Every highlight you've seen from Zion this year, what was he doing? Either getting a putback, a fast break dunk, or just a a, a dunk in general. <laughs> that that's that's what you've seen from him. That's not hate. It's just facts, you know. And I. People tend to not like the facts all the time. But hey, that's not my problem. <laughs> Moving on to a guy that I just mentioned, Giannis. Uh, he's in the MVP race. Obviously, the rookie of the year race is also tight. So it, it got me wondering. I seen Steven Jackson yesterday say that there should be co-MVPs and co-rookie of the years for the first time in history. And I, I, I tend to disagree. Somebody got to win. This ain't Little League, you know. This ain't, this ain't, you know, when everybody get a trophy, everybody get a war, everybody play hard, you just get a trophy. No, that, that ain't what this is. This is the, the greatest league in, 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 in the sense of basketball. This is the greatest league, the NBA, the creme de la creme. There's no way I'm looking for a co-MVP. Co now, that's happened before. But co-MVPs and co-rookie of the year has never happened. I don't, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't. Let me tell you why. I think Giannis is the MVP. And, and I think Giannis is the MVP. Giannis is averaging 27 points a game on 57% shooting, basically 58% shooting, 12 and a half rebounds, five, five assists, almost, almost six assists a game. 
His team is also first in the NBA. Not just first in the East, first in the NBA. You know, he not only not only that, Giannis started strong. In the middle, he stayed strong. At the end of the season, he's still gonna finish strong. Where James Harden, not to hit, it's not like it's his fault. He started off okay. James Harden didn't take off until Chris Paul got hurt, and then that twenty nine, that that um, that uh twenty nine uh game stretch, he was unbelievable. Haven't seen a guy do what he did in that stretch. I, I I've, I've 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 never seen it. I've never seen a guy do what James Harden did during that stretch. But it was too late. Giannis had already, Giannis, Giannis started strong. He was doing it the whole entire time. He's still doing it now. And not to mention, Giannis don't have another superstar on his team. Regardless of whether Chris Paul was hurt, he ain't hurt now. Chris Paul hasn't been hurt for a long time. He hadn't been hurt for a very long time. And even once Chris Paul got back, James Harden was still on that streak. Giannis don't have the, 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 the luxury of playing with another superstar. Let's even go a star. He, he don't even have that luxury of, of, of playing with another star. Now, I wouldn't specifically call um, Capella a star, but what I will say is they paying him like a star. <laughs> They, 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 the, the, uh, Daryl Morey and, and his staff obviously thought highly enough of him to give him all that money. So tell me who is, is Giannis playing with? Eric Bledsoe? He's a pretty good player. I would equate him to being like a, like a, a, a Clint Capella. And then who's the next best player? Michael Brockton? <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't, it doesn't compare. Now I get it. James Harden is, is in the West. He got his team third, third in the West right now because they started out horribly, you know. But it's something about being consistent throughout the whole season. And I just don't like the way James Harden play ball. A lot of his points, he's averaging 36 points a game. I get it. On 44% shooting, six and a half rebounds, seven and a half assists a game. Outstanding. I'm not taking anything away from James Harden. But there's something about being consistent. And Giannis has been that all year. His team is in a better is in a better position right now. Mainly because of Giannis, because there's nobody else he can lean on. Giannis have a bad night. You probably think they're gonna lose. James Harden have a bad night. Well, they still got Chris Paul to pick up the slack. They still have somebody to carry the torch. So if I have my vote today, my vote today on the MVP of the league. My MVP of the league will be Giannis. It, it, it ain't about anything else. It's about this regular season. This regular season, Giannis was the man. 27, 12 and a half, six rebounds a game on 57% shooting. That's unreal. And I think those are MVP type numbers. I also don't want to see no co-rookie of the year. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear nothing about no co-rookie of the year. I get it. Trey, Trey, Trey Young is playing absolutely amazing. But Trey Young is also in a, in a similar situation as James Harden. The fact that you, hasn't, that, that you haven't done it all year long. You just haven't. Luka been special all year long in the Western Conference. He's he just been special. As a rookie, to do what he done in the rest of the conference all year, 
Not 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 part of the year. He didn't need to get his feet wet. And I get it. Luca had the advantage. He's been playing overseas. He's been playing with 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 grown men for a long time. But it's not the NBA. It's not the NBA. He did it in the NBA. Luca averaging 21, 21 points a game on 42% shooting, seven rebounds, five assists. Basically eight and eight. Uh, or eight, eight and six. 7.7 rebounds, 5.9 rebounds a game. I mean 5.9 assists a game. Trey Young, 19 on 41% shooting, basically 42% shooting, 3.7 rebounds, 8, 8.1 assists per game. The numbers are amazing. Uh, and, and, and listen, I'm proud because at the beginning of the year, I said Trey Young was probably going to be the rookie of the year. When everybody was saying, oh, man, in the summer league when he was shooting terrible, see, I knew this guy was going to be a bust. I knew it. See, he had so much hype and blah, 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 and this and that. And I said, just wait. Shoot and translate. I don't care what league you go to. <laughs> I, I, I don't care where you playing at. Shooting, translate. If you're a good shooter, you're probably going to still be a good shooter. <laughs> no, no matter what league you go to. It, it, shoot the ball. And he, he's been able to do that. Had 33 last night, 12 or 18, was spectacular against the 76ers. I get it. But Luka's been doing this all year long. He, 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 he's been the most consistent all year long. So how can, how can we then say, oh, since Trey Young has had a, had a good back half of the uh, back, back stretch or back half of, the, of, of this stretch here, how can we then say, oh, now Luka deserves to share the spotlight? No, no, no. We can still give praise to Trey Young. We can still give him his, 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 his due. But Luka is something, something special. This man should have made an all-star game. But they gave it to Dirt because, you know, they wanted to him and D-Wade because they wanted to, you know, do whatever they wanted to do this year. It was nice. But people depend on these all-star games. And the fact that stuff like that happened, I think Luka should have been an all-star. Luka should be the rookie of the year. And I think Luka will win rookie. I don't I, I, I just have a feeling, though, that the NBA is going to give co-MVP, co-co-co-rookie uh, of the year. I, I don't think the MVP race would be. Uh, a co-MVP thing but I think this rookie of the year may be a co-MVP thing I don't like it this is professional sports pick a winner you know just like in the NFL I don't, I, I don't like ties this is the, the, the highest level that you can play the game and you're playing for a tie no pick a winner and I think Luka Luka Doncic is that winner of the rookie of the year likewise I think um, Giannis is also the MVP of the league. Uh, Russell Westbrook, um, sorry, Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson has given the Seattle Seahawks a April 15th deadline for, you know, for this contract situation. He say, I just don't want it to be a distraction, all that other stuff. Deal will probably make him the highest paid player, not just at his position, but the highest paid player in the entire NFL, and I, I just do not like this at all. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be real with you. People call me a hater. All he do is win. I just want to know how many, how many NFC Championship games have they went to since the Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch has uh, left that team. I also just want to know how many Super Bowls have they, have they went to since uh, Russell, uh, since the Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch has left. I got a few stats for you right here, right? As I take a sip of my Snapple, my juice. I got a, I got a, um, I got some stats for y'all. From 2012 to 2015, the Legion of Boom, they led the, the NFL, 
the entire league in scoring defense, fewest points scored every single year. Let me let me say that again for you. They led the league in scoring defense, fewest points scored every single year. The only team that has done that since the 1950 Cleveland Browns. My Browns. Get this, the year that they won the Super Bowl in 2013, they led the league in points allowed, 231, yards allowed, 4,378, and takeaways with 39. First team to do that since the 1985 Chicago Bears. And we know how potent that, 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 that 85 Chicago Bear team was. Ain't done yet. Ain't done yet. Marshawn Lynch in those years. From 2011 to 2014, 2011, 285 carries, 1,200 yards, 4-point yards per carry, 12 touchdowns. 2012, 315 carries, 1,590 yards, 5 yards per carry average, 11 TDs. 2013, the Super Bowl year, 301 carries, 1,257 yards, 4.2 carry, uh, 4.2 yards per carry average, 12 touchdowns, which was tied for the league league high with Jamal Charles with 12. Oh, I ain't done yet. 2014, the other year they went to the Super Bowl and should have won. If Pete Carroll, I don't know what he was doing, him and Daryl Bevel. I don't know what they was doing. 2014, 280 carries, 1,300 yards, 4.7 yards per carry average, 13 touchdowns, which was also tied for a league high with one DeMarco Murray. And if you know anything, you know that was the year DeMarco Murray just went nuts. So you take away the best running game in football, you take away the best defense in football, and what do you get? A pretty pretty mediocre Russell Wilson that just puts up stats but don't win games. He wasn't the important part of the game, which is the reason why there was reports way back then that they was having so much friction on the team because Russell's getting all the credit when it was really supposed to be given to the defense, when it was really supposed to be given to Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> that's, why, that's why the reports were saying that, that guys was having friction. That's the reason why they got rid of all of these guys, <laughs> because of that. And they thought Russell Wilson was going to be the answer to that. He hasn't been. He will not be. He's a decent quarterback. He's not a scrub. Don't get, don't get my words confused. He's putting up crazy numbers. He, he's not equaling wins as supposedly the best position or the most important position in football. That's what everybody say. The quarterback is the most important position in football, and I agree. But we overhype Russell Wilson, and we overhype what he's done as a, as a, as a, as a quarterback in this league. Even in that Super Bowl when they beat the Broncos in 2013, it wasn't because of him. First play of the game. (laughs) First play of the game. They get a safety. That defense was all over them receivers all game. They were scared to catch the ball. That defensive line, Michael Bennett, Cliff Abril, all these guys, Meat Bang, all these guys. That's the reason why they won that Super Bowl. That's the reason why the Seattle Seahawks was even known. We didn't even care about Russell Wilson. All we said was the Legion of Boom and Beast Mode. <laughs> Russell Wilson was an afterthought. He, he, he was an afterthought on that team. That defense led and points allowed, yards allowed, 
and takeaways. Well, I mean, God dang, I, I, I think that's pretty good. If I get the most takeaways, if I'm allowing the least amount of yards <laughs> and I'm and I'm allowing the least amount of points, that means you, you barely even got to work. And then on the other side of the ball, you give me one of the best rushing attacks in football. <laughs> Four straight years, this man was over over twelve hundred yards, not just a thousand yards. Four straight years, this man was over a thousand yards. Four straight years, this man had double-digit touchdowns. Two of those years, back-to-back, the Super Bowl years, this man had a league-high touchdown. Tied for league-high touchdowns. And you're telling me Russell Wilson did that? Listen, I get it. Russell Wilson's a nice quarterback. He he extends a lot of plays. He's a playmaker. I've seen him. I watched him personally um, as a Florida State football fan. As a guy that watched college football religiously, I seen him tear my Seminoles up as a as a NC State of um player before he transferred to Wisconsin. Tore my Seminoles up every year. He did it. Played played great against them every single year. Win or lose, he did that. But we overblow what he did. We over we overblow what he did in in the NFL because we like him. Because he's a nice guy. Because he don't cause any problems. The reason why the Seahawks are who, who they are now is because of the Legion of Boom and because of, and because of Marshawn Lynch. Since they've left, the Seattle Seahawks has been just a mediocre team. Let's just put it at best. They make it to the playoffs, of course. They haven't sniffed a Super Bowl since. Haven't sniffed it. And that's because when you lose your greatest asset, which was that defense that put fear in people's heart, and you lose your running back who can get you four or five yards every time he, excuse me, four or five yards every time he touches the ball. That's just something special. That's something that you can't replace. They still doing running back by committee over there. You barely even know anybody on that defense anymore. They don't scare nobody. <laughs> Legion of Boom did that. Beast Mode did that. There's a reason why John Gruden said uh, last week, there's, the door is always open here in Oakland for Marshawn Lynch. There's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason he said that. So, I mean, I get it. I mean, the, the, the market is going gonna, is gonna to allow him to get paid. Um, but should he be the highest paid player in football? I just don't see that. Um I, I I I just don't see that. Moving on to some news that's sort of basketball-y. Uh, LeVar Ball, has he been... LeVar Ball's been in the news ever since Lonzo was about to get drafted coming out of UCLA. He's 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 been staying out of the, out of the news a little bit lately. But obviously since his youngest son, LaMelo Ball, has finished up his, his high school career, questions were, were luring. Was, was LaMelo Ball going to go to college? Was he going to play in the G League? Was he going to go overseas? LaVar Ball came out last a uh, few days ago and said, LaMelo, uh, he's going to answer the question now so that way the questions can stop. LaMelo will go overseas to play basketball. And it, 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 it brings up the question of if LaVar Ball is ruining his, his, his kid's future. And if you're asking me the answer to that question, I think the answer is yes. He's ruining his kid's future. He single-handedly ruined Lonzo Ball. He he gave Lonzo Ball so much hype coming out of high school. I mean, coming out of college, he had guys 
literally waiting on the opportunity to play his son. Patrick Beverly, the first game of the year last year, got a technical because he was he 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 he, he was so amped to play Lonzo. Lonzo is not that player. He's a decent player, but once you start talking, I think LeVar Ball antics is, is really what, what, what gets his kids in trouble. You know, now Lonzo Ball drops big baller brand. He had a big baller brand uh, tattoo on his arm. He covered that up. Obviously, last week he said, I'm my own man now. Uh, he's suing the, the, his, his, the former partner of big, uh, big baller brand for $2 million. You know, I think that's LeVar's doing. Uh, Jello, his second oldest son. Obviously, was the one that that stole uh, something in China. That's not Lavar's fault. I would never put what what another what another grown man do on somebody else. That's just not my style. But it's what happened after that is is is, is really how he messed up Jello's future. Instead of letting Jello what what how most parents would do. Now you're gonna sit there and you're gonna and, and you're gonna ride this out. You're gonna sit your behind on the bench and you're gonna be the best cheerleader that you that that, that I've ever seen. What does LeVar Ball do? He pulls him out of college. I said then that was stupid. He pulls him out of college, makes him go overseas. Now nobody even know Jello. Maybe, maybe Jello would still be at UCLA right now. Maybe he probably, he probably could have got his degree right now and he could still be, be, be focusing on trying to get to the NBA. Maybe he would have had a better chance staying at UCLA to make it to the league. Nope, LeVar Ball pulls him out. Now his future, nobody even know where he's at. LaMelo Ball, what does he do? He yanks him out of high school. Nah, you ain't going to go to high school. We're going to send you overseas so you can turn pro. Now, this man can't even go to college. He can't even make his own decisions to go to college, whether or not he wants to go to college or not. I get it, man. You're the parent. You do whatever you want to do with your child. Well, I'm talking about your answers, how they're hurting your kids. You know, LeVar, Le, Le, LeVar Ball is a great father. Great father. All caps. All caps. Great father. And when I say all caps, I'm talking about great father, the words in all caps. He's a great father, you know? He's a bad businessman. He's a bad manager. You know, you hurting your kids here. Now Melo is going to have to go overseas. Now, he, he, he's getting money, so, I'm, uh, you know, it is what it is. But he, he's not going to get looked at the same as he would if he would have went to a Kansas. He would have went to a Duke. He would have went to a North Carolina, you know? That's not the same. He got to go overseas and play because his dad is making all his decisions for him instead of letting his, his child go to college. You've seen Zion. Zion. When Zion had the opportunity after he got hurt to shut it down, get ready for the, for the NBA draft, he said, I can't let my brothers down. We're trying to go win a championship. And being in college, you, you hear these guys say that's some of the best, that, that's, the, that's one of the best things that they ever done, being able to go to college, be a kid, and, and, and hang with their guys. LeBron James talks about it all the time that he wished he would have went to college, which is the reason why when he left from Cleveland to go to Miami, he did it that way because he said he never really had that that re that recruiting process. He never he, he he never had that thing to be to be courted and say where he was going on, on live TV, obviously, because he went straight from 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 high school to the NBA. Guys relish those things. The, the, these guys that play college ball, they talk about it all the time about about their college days. How fun it was. And LaMelo gets stripped of that because his dad is making decisions for him that should be LaMelo's decision. That should have been Jello's decision. Listen, he's not a bad, he's not a bad dad. 
He's a he's a horrible manager. He's a he's a he's a horrible manager. That he is. Uh, staring in the NBA, sort of. We got LeBron James, man. Rick Bucher also yesterday said that LeBron James sucked the air out of the room. Now LeBron is released. He's you know he talked to Bleacher Report. You know he's confident that him, Magic, and Rob Polinka can get somebody. He said he's very confident that stars do want to go play with him, and I kind of believe him on that. Anthony Davis wants to come play with him. Anthony Davis wasted his whole future. He he, you know, Anthony Davis was a good guy. I just seen something on Instagram right before I came on. Some fans said something. Anthony Davis, he shot him a bird. That's the type. And, and Anthony Davis was beloved before this. You know, Paul George a few years ago, last year, as a matter of fact, not just a few years ago, last year, Paul George was willing to willing to waive his rights and sign an extension with Cleveland as long as LeBron was going to do the same. LeBron just didn't want to stay in Cleveland. You know. Now, I get it. Kevin Durant and Kawhi don't want to do that because those guys see themselves as equal to LeBron James. So why would I want to go add to your legacy when I can keep adding to mine? Especially if you're KD. Why would you want to go team up with LeBron? And people make that a knock on LeBron. Why? (laughs) Would you want to go play with LeBron if you're Kevin Durant? If you're considered sometimes the best player, sometimes the second best player in the world, why would you want to go team up with the the other guy that's, that's, that's rivaling you? That just makes no sense. Stars do want to go play with LeBron, you know. So the, the the notion that stars just don't want to go play with him, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in that. I, I, I just don't, you know. Guys and, and people take it as other guys having other agendas, having their own, putting their own careers ahead of other stuff. People put that and make that as a knock, like guys don't want to go play with him. Why would you want to go play with LeBron? If I think I'm better than you, why, why, why do I want to go team up with you? Especially a guy like LeBron, who 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 nine times out of ten gets the bulk of the credit for everything. So why would I want to go add to your legacy? That makes no sense to me. You know, people use it as a knock, but it makes no sense to me that I would want to go add to your legacy, because that that helps me none. So I do believe stars wants to want to go play with LeBron. I guarantee you, Bradley Bill would love to get out of Washington. I guarantee you, Kevin Walker would love to get out of Charlotte. <laughs> I know these things. I, I, I guarantee you, Booker just asked for uh, David Booker. He just asked for a, a release from 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 Phoenix. Now I'm not saying he'll want to go play with LeBron, but I'm just saying stars want to go play with him. There's two: Kawhi Leonard and Anthony Davis. Who Anthony Davis is probably one of the top three or four best players that we have in the NBA right now. So the the the, the notion that stars don't want to go go play with LeBron that's the media hyping this up the ones that don't like lebron they you know they they want to go out and put a story out but anthony davis ruined his whole career because he wanted to get to la don't tell me stars don't want to go play with him that 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 makes no sense i'm i don't believe that they would get a star this offseason because all the stars that's that's out there they kind of play the same position as lebron minus jimmy butler and the point guards but the big, big guys, they play the same position. Why would I want to go team up with him? It's not that they don't want to go play with him. It's just the situation ain't right. Why would you? That's going to be it for today's show, guys, though. want to thank you guys for tuning to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. Continue to download the podcast. Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Leave us a rating. YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, share. Unpopular Opinion on YouTube. Thank you, guys.